Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Welcome to It's a Crime. I'm Linda, and today I'm going to give you a bit of a Gannon Stouk update. He's the 11-year-old boy who's been missing in Colorado Springs, or just outside of Colorado Springs, since last Monday, January 27th. Please be sure to hit that subscribe button, share this video. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Got your happy price, price line. And give it a like. Now let's get into it. Now I mentioned in my video yesterday an update in the case of Gannon Stoke. And his neighbor, his name is Roderick Drayton, found some footage on his video surveillance. I watched the interview with him and he talked about his camera. And he said, my camera can pick up sound, car alarms, garage doors opening and everything. So it's a pretty good camera. And as soon as he said that, I thought that's interesting that he's mentioned all these things. Now to backtrack, Gannon's stepmom, Tisha Stoke, said that he left and went to play with a friend between 3.15 and 4. So what's great about this video is it gives them a timeline as to when they saw Gannon next. If it was in fact 3 p.m. to 4 p.m., right? So then Roderick goes on to say that he backtracked from Saturday to Monday and that's when I got some information. And he gave that info to the cops on Sunday. Now detectives and the crime lab were at the Stouks home yesterday and last night and they were processing evidence. Now Roderick also says that he gave it to police. And the reporter asks, what happened today then, which was yesterday? And Roderick says, what happened today is like forensics was there and the cops came back. So there's a lot of activity around the house. And the reporter then says, you think what you've given them is going to help solve the case? And Roderick says, yes, I think so. I think it's very important what I gave to them. And he also says, I just hope wherever he is, you know, he's found quickly and brought home safe. You know, give some family some closure. I'm starting to think more and more about, okay, he finds his footage. He's the neighbor. And I know he mentioned he was staying all night up because it was really bothering him. He finds the footage and then brings it to Gannon's dad, Al. And he also said, I couldn't sleep, so I just stayed up and I started looking through surveillance footage. And he said, I looked through on my tablet. Then he says also that he looked on his TV to be sure. So obviously it was something. Here's where it gets interesting. 
media wasn't supposed to release anything. Now I've read a couple of sources where it says what was on the video. And it says the video apparently showed stepmother Letitia and Gannon Stoke get into a red truck in the driveway of their residence around 10.15 a.m. on January 27th, which was the Monday. And we know also that Gannon was not at school that day. And it says around four hours later, which would be about 2.15, Tisha drives back home in the truck, but she was alone. So this is a huge thing. So around 2.15, I'm saying, because it says about four, year, four hours later, she comes back home in the truck and he's not with her. Then she says he goes to go play with a friend between three and 4 p.m., but she has no idea who the friend is or where he went. Typically, a parent would be like, where are you going and who are you with? Roderick brought this info to Al and he said Al immediately broke down crying after watching it. And it was stated that he said she lied, she lied about the time, he didn't go to a friend's house. And Roderick Drayton also said that investigators told him that this was the footage they need for a break in the case. However, they also said that it's only a piece of the investigation as a whole. And the spokeswoman Jackie Kirby said, this is one piece in a very, very, very large puzzle. So as I mentioned, they were back in the Stokes house last night, searching and gathering evidence. Now, I'm gonna talk a little bit about Tisha's interview and what I noticed. And also talk about some of my viewers who did watch the interview as well and made some comments under my video. Now, right away she introduced herself as Tisha Stouk and she says, which is Gannon's stepmother? And I thought that's kind of weird. Usually it would be, you know, I'm Linda, I'm so-and-so's mom, I'm so-and-so's, right? But instead it almost like she distances herself saying, which is Gannon's stepmother. So she's ha has that distance, kind of like when you see other people calling them the kids rather than my kids. You could see that also in Chris Watts' case. Not that I want to compare that right now. Lord knows I don't need more comments. But just notice that she said, which is instead of I am. And when the reporter asks her about Gannon, she says she mentions how she can't say anything about the case, but she said that the community should work together and not make false accusations. And she also talks about that's why she hasn't been helping because she's gotten death threats and at the time she counted over 20. She goes, and two, my husband's ex-wife is living in our home and of course I'm not coming home to do these things and to help with the family when I was kind of told that I couldn't. That's what she said. In that interview, she goes on to say that many things happened with the El Paso Police Department and they said that she wasn't complying. She said she was denied an attorney and she said during the interview they were blocking the door and said she couldn't leave, couldn't go to the bathroom, couldn't get a drink of water. She says my constitutional rights were violated. She said she wanted an attorney because she said the there were tactics in their questions and she said that she felt like she needed some help with some of the vocabulary and understand what they are asking her. Then she says, I took care of Gannon for the last two years in our home because his mother didn't want to do it and I would never ever ever hurt this child. So you can see with that comment that she has animosity towards the mom. I'm guessing that 
and it's only a guess because she said she couldn't be in the house, that maybe they those two actually have animosity towards each other or she has to the mom or she was asked to leave. It doesn't, it's not really clear that if she wasn't allowed or that Al says, yeah, no, you're not going to be here or, or he's just mad also because she was the last to see him and is being a little fiery. Let's just put it nicely. She talks about people basically trolling on the internet and she says, why are you saying Ganon is dead? He is not dead. We are going to find Ganon. And she was pretty adamant about that. He also says, I'm just ready for Ganon to come home. Like it, almost like it was an inconvenience. I'm just ready for him to come home. She said, most importantly for him to see his family. But second, I'm going to be ecstatic when I'm able to say to the people that I hope that they have a really sincere apology for these theories that have come out online. Now, what was interesting about that is she makes the, I'm just ready for Ganon to get home, kind of like flippant, like, yeah, let's let's get that out of the way and then and most importantly because then I can tell everybody that they're wrong and they can owe me apology. So that's what I noticed. A lot of people have been talking about in my comments and I'm sure everywhere about how she talks in past tense. I've noticed that she talks past tense and present tense. So when the reporter was saying, well, I don't know him, so please tell me more about him. She did say Ganon is so kind and he loves to play video games. So present tense. That's one of his favorite things. He loves Sonic and Mario and you know he's always helpful. So that's in present tense. And then she switches to past. She says, and he was always so helpful with the dogs around the house. He was always like a person I can say, Ganon, can you go do this? And he would do it right away. And she also says, he was so sweet and able to help anyone. He could notice when you're sick and say, are you okay? And such a kind heart. So she flips between the present and the past. Now, I don't know too much uh, with the past. If she's just thinking because now he's no longer home, she's saying that past tense because he was helpful when he was home or the latter. And this is going to cause a lot of comments, which is okay. What do you think? Let me know in the comments below. Then the reporter asks about the hike that she went on. She does not answer immediately. She says, you know what? I'm going to go grab my daughter and she can vouch for me. Pretty much is what she said. And so what she actually said was, could we bring my daughter up here? Because she can go and say that she came home from work after the hike and she can verify that Gannon was at her home. And then she says to her, and this kind of seems like coaching. She says, because they want you to verify if Gannon was home after the hike because you didn't go on the hike, but you came home from work. And then you can hear the daughter ask, do you want me to just say yes? And Tisha says, no, just answer the question. Yes, you came home from work and you can verify that Gannon was at home. Now this entire time, her back is against the camera. So you can't see her except for when she goes to grab her daughter and comes back, you could totally see what she looks like. And then the daughter comes up and says, I came home later that evening. I was at work and I can verify that he was there that night. And that was about it. And then the reporter asks, do you have a message for Gannon? And she says, Gannon, when you get here, you will be able to truly tell what happened. And then I really hope I get a sincere apology from everyone who has made all those things, especially for my husband. Now, P 
people are saying from my husband, she's saying she'd get an apology from her husband. I tried to listen a few times and it sounds like for my husband. So correct me if I'm wrong or let's talk about it and debate it in the comments because from what I hear, she says, I really hope I get a sincere apology for everyone who has made all those things, especially for my husband. So sounds like she wanted to get people to apologize, especially for him too, because he's family. But I'm not sure if it, if she did say from my husband, that means something entirely different, right? Then what I find is interesting is she's very strong. She's very firm in throughout her whole time talking, but in the last like 30 seconds, or I don't know how many seconds it was, she's, she's crying saying that she wants Gannon to come home and that she loves him and she can't wait for him to come home to let everyone know that he's okay. Now, the other thing I did notice was she's not wearing a wedding ring throughout the video. I'm not sure if she normally wore one or not, but it definitely wasn't there. So those are my thoughts. I'm looking forward to finding out more info and I am hoping, hoping, hoping that this leads to Ganon, this new tip, and that he's okay. It's just, I checked the weather report this morning and it said in Colorado Springs it was minus 11 which I can understand in Canada this morning um, was minus 14 and I know it can be cold and I just keep thinking about him not wearing a jacket and just tennis shoes and from my understanding Colorado got a dump of snow. Please share this video, please comment, please like. Don't forget to subscribe if you haven't done so already. Thank you so much for watching. See you soon.